0: Hey, it's Dave. So we are in for an epic fight between Google and OpenAI. OpenAI has currently the lead with ChatGPT and GPT-4, but Google has now released BARD in limited release. And today I got an invite. My invite finally got accepted. Um, It's my turn to try BARD. So I put Google's AI assistant to the test. Now, these AI assistants, assistants, if you give them some simple tasks, most of them, can do a decent job. But the way you find the capabilities of an AI system is you need to to push them to their limit or do tasks that are very difficult for them and see what they produce. So let's do about five or six of these kind of more difficult tasks for AI and then See, and we'll grade each task um, according to whether Bard wins or whether um, ChatGPT wins. All right, so first task describe in great detail a minimum viable product that could beat Duolingo and could be coded in one month or less by a three person developer team. So, Duolingo is the top language app out there. Here, Bard gives an answer it says that um, an MVP could beat Duolingo. Um, that they could use spaced repetition, interactive um, exercises and games, and then it lists the key features for this MVP. So a gamified approach to learning, Um, game design leaderboards, reward badges, spaced repetition, where um, new words and phrases are spaced out over time, interactive exercises and games, fill in the blank multiple choice and true and false questions free to download and use and a premium version so this is a good starting point that can compete with um duolingo so the focus is on a gamified approach that's fun and effective and uh, this approach is actually pretty decent actually for an ai system it's it's recognizing duolingo as a language app it's recognizing kind of a cohesive strategy to create Something that would be fun and compelling for people using games, space repetition, etc. Um, free and premium versions. So overall, this version of response by BARD, I would give it um, a B minus or a B or so. All right, let's do the same response to Chat GPT on using GPT-4. So the same prompt, and here's the response we get: we get a product name, Lingua Flex. So ChatGPT actually gives a name for the app, which is actually impressive. Is, Flex is a language learning app that aims to surpass Duolingo in terms of efficiency, user engagement, and community support, personalized uh, learning experience, gamification, and community-driven environment. Okay, so what are the key features of this? Personalized learning paths. So it's a brief assessment to determine the user's language proficiency and then it generates a personalized learning path with recommended topics, exercises, and milestones. Now, this is something that Bard did not pick up on, but um, it's a number one priority for ChatGPT. All right, number two feature, micro-learning and spaced repetition. Bard talked about spaced repetition. Here it says, divide lessons into small digestible modules that can complete can be completed in five to 10 minutes. Incorporate spaced repetition, um, similar to uh, Bard's, ideas, gamification, um, points, levels, badges uh, to complete lessons and streak systems, active and collaborative learning, a a built-in community platform where you can connect with other learners and uh, native speakers and users can participate in text and audio chats, group group discussions, minimalistic and intuitive UI. Okay and then here is the section where I think uh, ChatGP or GPT-4 Excel. So it actually gives a development plan for a three-person developer team to follow. Week one, define the app structure, define, design the UI and UX, start development on the learning path. Week two, continue on the personalized learning path, implement micro-learning and spaced repetition, gamification. Week three, finish gamification, develop the community platform, week four, complete integration, thorough testing. So yeah, this is actually quite impressive that it actually gives a space, like a timeline of what you need to do each week. And it shows that I think GPT-4 is understanding not just the basic thing, but actually what to do with it, right? Why this information is important, how a person can actually um, implement or engage on this. So overall, I would give this an A- minus. close to an A, and I think in the first challenge, challenge number one, um, GPT beats um, Bard. All right, challenge number two. Tell me a hilariously funny story. It should be so funny that it makes people laugh out loud when they read it. Story should be 150 words or less. Main character is 10-year-old Gilbert who likes to play pranks at school. The story starts with Gilbert had an idea. All right, so these kind of prompts, you need to give usually the AI a certain word limit. That helps and a goal of like making it a super funny story that's really really challenging for ai to do it in such a short prompt so this is actually very challenging it's pushing the limits in some ways of current ai here it says gilbert had had an idea he was going to prank his teacher mrs smith he knew that she hated spiders so he decided to put a fake spider in her desk he went to the store and bought a fake spider that looked just like a real one he put it in mrs smith's desk and then hid behind a bookcase When Mrs. Smith came into the classroom, she saw the spider and screamed. She ran out of the classroom and the whole class started laughing. Gilbert was so happy that he made his teacher laugh. But then Mrs. Smith came back into the classroom with a big stick. She was going to get Gilbert. Gilbert ran out of the classroom as fast as he could. He ran down the hall and into the bathroom. He hid in a stall and didn't come out until Mrs. Smith was gone. Gilbert learned his lesson that that day. Pranks are funny, but they also get you into trouble. Alright, that's a funny story, but it's a little bit like... Um, I don't know if if AI is getting, like, that's like, probably, I guess, a law for a teacher to run after or to try to hit, you know, their student with a stick. Here's what uh, GPT-4's um, response with the same prompt. Gilbert had, had an idea. It was April Fool's Day. So that's good. They added that. And he wanted to pull the ultimate prank on his strict teacher, Mrs. Crabtree. Um Interesting. He decided to replace her usual chalk with Taylor's chalk, which vanish, vanishes after a few minutes. Now that's a clever idea. Before class started, he snuck into the room and made the switch. He could barely contain his excitement as Mrs. Crabtree entered and began writing on the board. Students began giggling when her notes disappeared one by one. As the laughter grew louder, Mrs. Crabtree realized that she was the victim of a prank. She scanned the room, her eyes lighting on Gilbert. You're behind this, aren't you, she asked. Gilbert hesitated and proudly admitted to his prank. To his surprise, Mrs. Crabtree Crabtree chuckled. Well played, Gilbert, but I have a surprise for you, too. She pulled out a water balloon and tossed it at Gilbert. As it hit him, the class erupted in laughter. And that day, Gilbert learned that even the strictest teachers can have a sense of humor. All right, yeah, I think um, GPT upped Bard on this uh, task. Even though Bard came up with a story, um, yeah, GPT was just more appropriate... Yeah, I thought it was a better story, more detailed. All right, for our next challenge, we're gonna do a coding challenge. Now, I was reading that Bard doesn't code, but I wanted to try it out. And so I gave a prompt. It said, generate an HTML CSS JavaScript page that shows a Pac-Man character moving across the screen, chomping his mouth while being chased by a blue ghost. So Bard actually can code some. I'm actually impressed that it's, it's trying to code. So you've got this HTML file, you've got the CSS or the style code, it's making some div section here and the script yeah it's actually doing javascript here and yeah it says um it can move the pac-man character and ghosts around the screen pac-man character is able to eat food yeah i don't think this actually code does all that stuff (laughs) so anyways i copied this um this uh code here and we'll put it into Replit right now. This is what we're getting with Replit. We're getting, yeah, it's, there's no Pac Man here. So Bard um, is trying to code, but it didn't get too far. So let's go to um, GPT-4. And so we've got Pac Man um, HTML code. So I'm going to copy that HTML code. I'm going to stick it in here. We've got a CSS file. I'm going to stick it in Pacman CSS. And then we've got a JavaScript file here. Okay, and I'm going to stick it into Pacman JavaScript. I'm going to run it. What? Uh, It's actually showing an image of Pacman but and um the ghost but the image that it's pulling is not um active or it's it's too old so that's what's going on um super interesting um <laughs> yeah oh it's going back and forth now um yeah that's really interesting stuff here all right so i just paused the video i went to a discord the mid journey server created a pacman image with ai and a ghost image i'm going to Paste this into the code. So let's do actually Pac-man here. So let's go to the CSS file. Here is pac-man's URL Paste it in and I'm gonna go into the ghost file in discord. Okay, I copied the file. Let's paste it in Okay, let's run this thing All right, so we have Pac-Man, at least the the corner of Pac-Man, and we have the ghost. And that's what the code um, I asked for, actually. You know, I mean, yeah, interesting. Um, So anyways, I give uh, definitely this challenge uh, GPT wins um, over Bard. So far, GPT-4 is uh, 3-up on Bard. Let's go to the next one. So here's a little riddle or kind of problem that one of the um, viewers shared in my last video, um, it said Andrew is free from 11 to 3 p.m., Joanne is free from noon to 2 p.m., and then from 3.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Hannah is available at noon for half an hour and, four, and then four, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. What are some options for start times for a 30-minute meeting for Andrew, Hannah, and Joanne? All right, so um, this was a tricky one because up until a few days ago, I did this prompt on GPT-4, and 5 to almost five times in a row it just got it wrong um but now gpt4 seems to be getting this prompt more correct more than often um here's gpt's uh, response gpt4 um it says it gives three options but then it says that the only suitable time is from 12 to 12 30 right BARD's answer is there's a few options, but then it says the first option is the only one that works for all three people. So both BARD and uh, GPT 4 get this fine. Now, I don't think this is like the hardest thing, um, but I brought this up because it was stumping GPT 4 earlier a few days ago. All right, so we're up um, 4 to 1. ChatGPT or GPT 4 is winning. All right, next. A challenge here is compare and contrast Rembrandt's return of the prodigal son with the Mona Lisa Alright, so this is a another kind of challenging prompt where you give You know two really different things and tell AI to to make sense of it right to compare and contrast um, and yeah, it's, it's pushing the limits of of how AI thinks or how it puts together um, analysis and uh, texture. So here it says um, Rembrandt's uh, Return of the Prodig- Prodigal Son and Mona Lisa are two of the most famous paintings in the world in the 17th century. Um, here it talks about the Prodigal Son and what it is and here it talks about the Mona Lisa of what it is. So that's not that impressive because it's just kind of describing each, each, each painting. And it says both paintings are masterpieces, that's fine. It says this is a religious painting and, and Mona Lisa is a portrait of, of a woman, that's okay. Return of the, the Prodigal Son is full of emotion and drama. Mona Lisa is more serene. Yeah, this is a so-so answer, I'll give it a C. Um, let's compare this to um, GPT-4's answer, same prompt. Here it says Return of the Prodigal Son and Mona Lisa. They share some similarities, but different aspects. Okay, similarities. They were pro- products of the European Renaissance period. Wow, they actually have the exact period, that's fine. Both works, renowned artists, exceptional skills. Okay, differences. Subject manner is a, is a woman. Pro- and Google came up with this as well, they're barred. Technique and style. So Leonardo employed a Sfumato's technique, Rembrandt, Rembrandt Chiaroscuro technique. Um, more delicate and subtle has a more intense and emotional impact. So the technique, this is impressive. I give it to GPT-4 A comp- Composition features a woman seen against a landscape back backdrop. This is more complex multiple figures. Okay color color palette uh, subdued earthy color palette for Mona Lisa, which is n- reflecting the naturalism of it, the Italian Renaissance the Return of the Prodigal Son has a darker, more somber, somber palette with rich, deep hues. Characteristic of Rembrandt's late work in the Dutch Baroque period. Yeah, this is actually impressive that they're able to compare that. And then the size, they're comparing the size of the paintings too. So overall, I give this a B plus, maybe A-, um, yeah, so GPT-4 beats sparred in this challenge. So GPT-4 is up, 5-1. Let's go to the next challenge here. Write a 100, Word urgent plea to my friend who is overweight to lose weight. All right, so bard. Notice I said a hundred words, so this is um, it's restricted in its its length, and it's an urgent plea. I wanted to to show some some persuasiveness and urgency, but yet be colloquial enough to send to a friend. So this is actually a pretty challenging one too. Dear friends, name, I'm writing to you with an urgent plea. I'm concerned about your health and well-being. You have been overweight for some time now and I'm worried that your weight is putting you at risk for some serious health problems. I know that you have tried to lose weight in the past but you have not been successful. I want to help you. I will be there for you every step of the way. I will help you find a healthy diet and exercise plan. I'll also be there to offer support and encouragement. I know that this will not be easy but I believe that you can do it. You are strong and determined and I know that you can achieve your goals please for your own health and happiness do whatever it takes to lose weight all right a little bit stiff you know lacks that friend type of feeling and urgency here's a chat GPT's uh, response uh, dear friend, I urgently implore you to consider your health and well-being. Your weight is more than a number. It's affecting your quality of life, and increasing your risk of serious health complications. It's heartbreaking to see you suffer, knowing that change is within reach. You don't need to face this journey alone. I'm here to support you every step of the way. Your life is worth fighting for, and together we can make a difference. Let's start now for a healthier, happier future filled with new experiences and cherished memories. Time is of the essence. Let's act today. Yeah, this is better. I mean, I would have written it more informal, et cetera, but overall it gets some more urgency and feeling into it. So I give it to ChatGPT. Um, all right, last challenge here, this is an easy one, to, but I just wanted to show the difference of, of recent information. So Bard, I asked, who's the favorite in the 2023 Miami Open, which is a tennis tournament happening this and next week? Um, Bard says, Carlos Alcaraz is a favorite. He's a top seed and has been in excellent form lately, winning the Indian Wells Open last week. Interesting, so it has got good current information. Compare that to GPT-4, I asked the same question, and it says, hey, I don't know, I'm only trained until right September 2021. Yeah. All right, guys, so there you have it. You have um, the uh, a challenge between OpenAI's GPT-4 and Google's BARD that's just been released. And overall, current, in the current version of both AI systems, it seems like OpenAI, OpenAI's GPT-4 is ahead. It's able to do more complex things more convincingly. Um, overall, though, Google's Bard was, I think, better than I expected. Um, the responses were quite fast. You can get access to recent information. It's just in those tasks where I push it to the limit. Um, that's where you can see the difference, where OpenAI's GPT-4 just seems to be more creative, has better reasoning, is more persuasive. Um, It's just a more developed AI system, I believe. All right, hope that was helpful. See you guys in my next video, thanks.